Rule 3, Sections 1 and 2, 2022. Rule 3, Periods, Time Factors, and Substitutions. Section 1, Start of Each Period. Pre-game, first, and third periods, Article 1. A. Pre-game warm-up. Prior to regular season games, teams must have access to the field for pre-game warm-ups until at least 22 minutes before the opening kickoff. This may be altered in advance through written mutual agreement of the teams. Game management personnel are responsible for administering this rule. B. When any squad member enters the playing enclosure prior to the officials escorting the captains out for the coin toss, the head coach or an assistant coach from that team must be present on the field. C. When squad members are present within the playing enclosure subsequent to the officials' jurisdiction, they must be wearing their jerseys or have their numerals readily visible. Any player without their numeral readily visible must leave the playing enclosure. D. Each half shall start with a kickoff. E. Three minutes before the scheduled starting time, the referee shall toss a coin at midfield in the presence of not more than four field captains from each team and another game official, first designating the field captain of the visiting team to call the coin toss. Before the second half, the referee will obtain the team's second-half options. F. During the coin toss, each team shall remain in the area between the nine-yard marks and its sideline or in the team area. The coin toss begins when the field captains leave the nine-yard marks and ends when the captains return to the nine-yard marks. G. The winner of the toss shall choose one of the following options. 1. To designate which team shall kick off. 2. To designate which goal line their team shall defend. 3. To defer their team's selection to the second half. H. The opponent shall then choose option 1 or 2 above as available. I. If the winner of the toss chooses option 3 above, then after the opponent's choice, the winner selects the available option, 1 or 2 above. J. For the second half, the loser of the toss, or the winner who chooses the option 3 above, shall choose option 1 or 2 above. The opponent then chooses their remaining available option. Second and fourth periods, Article 2. Between the first and second periods, and also between the third and fourth periods, the teams shall defend opposite goal lines. A. The ball shall be relocated at a spot corresponding exactly in relation to the goal lines and sidelines to its location at the end of the preceding period. B. Possession of the ball, the number of the down, and the distance to be gained shall remain unchanged. Extra Periods, Article 3. The NCAA tiebreaker system will be used when a game is tied after four periods. NCAA football playing rules apply, with the following exceptions. 
A. Immediately after the conclusion of the fourth quarter, officials will instruct both teams to retire to their respective team areas. The officials will assemble at the 50-yard line and review the tiebreaker procedures. B. The officials will escort the captains to the center of the field for the coin toss. The referee shall toss a coin at midfield in the presence of not more than four field captains from each team and another game official, first designating the field captain of the visiting team to call the coin toss. The winner of the toss may not defer the choice and must choose one of the following options. 1. Offense or defense, with the offense at the opponent's 25-yard line to start the first possession series. 2. Which end of the field shall be used for both possession series of that overtime period? C. The loser of the toss shall exercise the remaining option for the first extra period and shall have the first choice of the two options for subsequent even-numbered extra periods. D. Definition. An extra period shall consist of two possession series with each team putting the ball in play by a snap on or between the hash marks on the designated 25-yard line, unless relocated by penalty. This becomes the opponent's 25-yard line. The snap shall be from midway between the hash marks, unless the offensive team selects a different position on or between the hash marks before the ready-for-play signal. After the ready-for-play signal, the ball may be relocated only after a charged team timeout unless preceded by a team A foul or offsetting fouls. E. Possession Series Each team retains the ball during a possession series until it scores or fails to make a first down. The ball remains alive after a change of team possession until it is declared dead. However, Team A may not have a first down if it regains possession after a change of team possession. Beginning with the third extra period, a team's possession series will be one play for a two-point try from the three-yard line, unless relocated by a penalty. Team A and Team B designations are the same as defined in Rule 227-1. F. Scoring the team scoring the greater number of points during the regulation and extra periods shall be declared the winner. There shall be an equal number of possession series, as described in E above. In each extra period, unless Team B scores other than on the try, beginning with the second extra period, teams scoring a touchdown must attempt a two-point try. Although not illegal, a one-point try attempt by Team A will not result in a score. G. Fouls after change of team possession. 1. Penalties against either team are declined by rule in extra periods. Exceptions. Penalties for flagrant personal fouls, unsportsmanlike conduct fouls, dead ball personal fouls, and live ball fouls treated as dead ball fouls are enforced on the succeeding play. 2. A score by a team committing a foul during the down is cancelled. Exception, live ball foul treated as a dead ball foul. 3. If both teams fouled during the down and Team B had not fouled before the change of team possession, 
the fouls cancel and the down is not repeated. Exceptions. Penalties for flagrant personal fouls, unsportsmanlike conduct fouls, dead ball personal fouls, and live ball fouls treated as dead ball fouls are enforced on the succeeding play. H. Timeouts. Each team shall be allowed one timeout for each extra period. Timeouts not used during the regulation periods may not be carried over into the extra periods. Unused extra period timeouts may not be carried over to other extra periods. Timeouts between periods shall be charged to the succeeding period. Radio and television timeouts are permitted only between extra periods, first and second, second and third, etc. Charged team timeouts may not be extended for radio and television purposes. The extra periods begins when the ball is first snapped. In the absence of a media timeout, after the second and fourth extra period, there will be a two-minute mandatory break period. Section 2. Playing Time and Intermissions Length of Periods and Intermissions Article 1. The total playing time in a collegiate game shall be 60 minutes, divided into four periods of 15 minutes each, with one-minute intermissions between the first and second periods, and between the third and fourth periods. Exception, a one-minute intermission between the first and second and third and fourth periods may be extended for radio and television timeouts. A. No period shall end until the ball is dead and the referee declares the period ended. B. The intermission between halves of a regular season game shall be 20 minutes, unless shortened before the game by mutual agreement of the administrations of both schools. Immediately after the second period ends, the referee should begin the intermission by signaling to start the game clock. Timing Adjustments, Article 2 Before the game starts, playing time and the intermission between halves may be shortened by the referee if they are of the opinion that darkness or other conditions may interfere with the game. The four periods must be of equal length if the game is shortened before the start. A. Any time during the game, the playing time of any remaining period or periods may be shortened by mutual agreement of the opposing head coaches and the referee. B. Timing errors on the game clock may be corrected, but only in the period in which they occur. C. If the referee has positive knowledge of the time elapsed, they will reset and appropriately start the game clock. D. Timing errors on the play clock may be corrected by the referee. The play clock shall start again. E. When the play clock count is interrupted by circumstances beyond the control of either team without positive knowledge of the game clock elapsed time, a new count shall be started and the game clock shall start per Rule 324B. F. The 40-25 second clock is not started when the game clock is running with fewer than 40 or 25 seconds respectively in a period. The play clock shall be set appropriately and continuously display this time, 40 or 25 seconds, and hold. G. 
the game clock should not be stopped if the play clock is started in conflict with paragraph F above. H. Timing adjustments for games using instant replay are governed by Rule 12.3.6 and 12.3.7. Extension of Periods, Article 3. A. A period shall be extended for an untimed down if one or more of the following occurs during a down in which time expires. 1. A penalty is accepted for a live ball foul. Exception. Rule 10.25a. At the option of the offended team, the period is not extended if the foul is by the team in possession and the statement of the penalty includes loss of down. 2. There are offsetting fouls. 3. An official sounds their whistle inadvertently or otherwise incorrectly signals the ball dead. B. Additional untimed downs will be played until a down is free of the circumstances in Statements 1, 2, and 3 of Rule 323A. C. If a touchdown is scored during a down in which time expires, the period is extended for the try. Exception, Rule 832A. Timing Devices, Article 4. A. Game Clock. Playing time shall be kept with a game clock that may be either a stopwatch operated by the line judge, back judge, field judge, or side judge, or a game clock operated by an assistant under the direction of the appropriate judge. The type of game clock shall be determined by the game management. The game clock shall not display tenths of seconds. B. 40-second clock. 1. When an official signals the ball is dead, the play clock shall begin a 40-second count. 2. If the 40-second clock does not start or the clock is interrupted for reasons beyond the control of the officials or the play clock operator, the referee shall stop the game clock and signal both palms open in an over-the-head pumping motion that the play clock should be reset at 40 seconds and started immediately. 3. In the event that the 40-second play clock is running and reads 25 before the ball is ready to be snapped, the referee shall declare a timeout and signal the play clock to be set at 25 seconds. When play is to be resumed, the referee will give the ready-for-play signal and the play clock shall begin the 25-second count. The game clock will start on the snap unless it had been running when the referee declared the timeout. In that case, it'll start on the referee's signal. C. 25-second clock. If the officials signal the game clock to be stopped for any of the following reasons, the referee shall signal one open palm in an over-the-head pumping motion that the clock should be set at 25 seconds. 1. Penalty administration. 2. Charged team timeout. 3. Media timeout. 4. Injury timeout for a player of the offensive team only. The play clock is set to 40 seconds for an injury to a player of the defensive team. 5. A measurement. 6. Team B is awarded a first down other than a free kick. 
7. After a kickdown other than a free kick. 8. Score other than a touchdown, not the try. 9. Start of each period. 10. Start of a team's possession series in an extra period. 11. Instant replay review. 12. Other administrative stoppage. 13. An offensive team player's helmet comes completely off through play. The play clock is set to 40 seconds if the helmet comes completely off a player of the defensive team. When play is to be resumed, the referee will give the ready-for-play signal, and the play clock will begin its count. D. Device malfunction. If a visual 40-25 second timing device becomes inoperative, both coaches shall be notified by the referee immediately, and both clocks shall be turned off. Minimum time for a play after spiking the ball. Article 5. If the game clock is stopped and will start on the referee's signal with three or more seconds remaining in the quarter, the offense may reasonably expect to throw the ball directly to the ground and have enough time for another play. With two seconds or one second on the game clock, there is enough time for only one play. This concludes Rule 3, Sections 1 and 2, 2022.